You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. It's the Two Amigos Podcast with Carter and Jorge at DolphinsTalk.com. Welcome to the Two Amigos. This week it's just me, Jorge Hinojosa, as Cardi will be away and is currently enjoying the warm weather of California. As the Dolphins prepare for a coldish game on Sunday, uh, weirdly enough, a home coldish game when they will be hosting the Packers. Uh, weather forecast suggests we're gonna uh, Miami's gonna be in their mid 50s, uh, which I understand is quite cold to my Celsius reading, uh, but but we are ready for this game against the Packers now. Last week, it was a tough loss. Last second field goal against the Bills in Buffalo. But let me tell you something. I truly believe that this was the Dolphins' best game of the season so far. And I'm going to tell you why. First of all, it shows growth from last year. Remember when we were beaten by 30 points in Buffalo that we couldn't really move the ball? We really couldn't stand up to them in Buffalo? Well, this year we went there and we were one field goal away from winning. And let me tell you something. If uh, Tyreek you know, catches that ball <clears throat> or Trent Sherfield catches that ball in the first quarter. It's a whole different ball game and Dolphins don't need to come back uh, from double digits down. I thought Tua played a really good game. He finished 17 for 30. He could have finished 21 for 30 with uh, after four drops. So I thought he played really well, showed that he can actually play in the, in the snow. He can actually play in the cold. And he actually led this team in a very, very brave stance against the Bills. I thought Jalen, it was great to have Jalen active on the game plan again. And that long touchdown was, was great to see. And we obviously have to talk about Raheem Mostert and the way he was running the ball. He was really running tough, really running hard. Um, and it was really that Raheem Mostert that we saw a couple of years ago in the playoffs against against the Packers, actually. Um, and it was, it was really great to see that offensive unit really coming together, that offensive game plan coming together. And the Dolphins relying on a tough rushing attack to then open up the pass, which I thought worked really, really well. I do think that, you know, Coach Coach MCD kind of gave up on the run in the second half, and I understand why, but I thought we could keep doing it. Obviously, a lot has been written and said and commented on those third and ones that we uh, throw on. I'm a big fan of fullbacks. You guys know this, so I, I really wish we could uh, see Alec Engold more in those situations. He had a big conversion in one of those situations throughout the game and I thought that with just giving him the ball we could have a couple more but that's something for the team to reflect on and look on and and hopefully learn from uh, for coach McDaniel and see it as a, as a learning experience and now we go into this week against the Packers that obviously are still alive in their playoff hunt they have to win um, it's a wounded team it's a very experienced team they know how to win this late season situation is something that this young Dolphins team is still learning uh, how to do so it's going to be interesting to see that um, this parity and experience come to the field on Sunday. Obviously, A-Rod spoke, spoke really highly of Tua, which I'm pretty sure all Dolphins fans appreciate. Um, and what he said is true. I mean, Tua's playing really well. He does a great job with his eyes, and he handles himself fantastically on and off the field. And he has you know, managed to engineer a couple of great fourth quarter comebacks. So what are we looking forward to this game? I'll tell you in just a second. Because before that, we have to talk about the Pro Bowl. So, talking about the Pro Bowl, Dolphins had three players picked to go to the Pro Bowl games this year. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Turner Armstead, and Sabian Howard. I think two of those are 
beyond questioning. Uh, Tyreek Hill and Toronto definitely deserve to be in those AFC rosters. I thought Savian got in a bit of name recognition. Obviously, he hasn't been the same uh, shutdown Savian that we know and love down here in Miami. He said it himself. He said, you know, I, I don't think this year I've played up to my standard when asked about his Pro Bowl selection. And the Dolphins have a number of first and second alternates as well, including Tua Tagovailoa, who won uh, the fan vote. Uh, Jalen Waddell, Christian Wilkins, Alec Engold. Uh, all of them are actually first or second alternates going into, into the Pro Bowl. Jevon Holland, I think, is the fifth safety alternate. So it's going to be interesting to see how many uh, Dolphins players actually play in the Pro Bowl games. I'm definitely expecting us not to be available and have zero plays there because we're going to make a run for it and uh, coach the Super Bowl. Uh, but no, seriously, I think the Dolphins, you know, having three players in the, in the, in the Pro Bowl games... Obviously, two of them are newcomers this year, but having those young players as first and second alternates is is a great reflection of where this team is heading and the talent that we've put together and the way this team is is built to compete at, uh, for years to come. So, I think that's a good sign. Obviously, we would have loved to see Christian Wilkins, Tua Tagovailoa, uh, Jalen Waddle, Alec Engold. I thought Robert Hunt also deserved uh, a shot at the Pro Bowl. I thought Zach Sealer has played really well. Bradley Chubb, which is also um, in first or second turn, I think has also made some impact plays, and we'll talk about him a bit later. Um, I thought Jalen Phillips has really shown that he has Pro Bowl talent, although he has his stats don't reflect that uh, necessarily. And as I mentioned a second ago, let's talk about Bradley Chubb, because I've seen this on Twitter, and we really need to talk about Bradley Chubb. He's not a bust. He's actually playing really well, and if you see how much... Jalen Phillips has flashed since Bradley Chubb got here is because Bradley Chubb is now commanding those, uh, you know, double teams and chips and the offensive line really focusing their attention on him and not on on JP. So I think that even though we would love to see Bradley Chubb having more sacks, more sacks and more impact plays, the way he's impacting this defense and the way he's allowing this defense to play is is really really positive. And as soon as we have a healthy secondary, you know, having Brandon Jones back, Byron Jones back, Nick Needham back. Um, and that, you know, back for healthy, uh, I think we're really going to see Bradley Chubb's impact for years and years to come. Um, and now let's talk about the game this Sunday. First of all, I'm going to be in Fox Deportes, which is a Fox Sports Spanish outlet uh, in the U.S. I'll be covering the Dolphins preview. So if, if you want to check it out, I definitely appreciate it. It's going to be on live Sunday morning. And talking about the game, I think the big keys to the game right now are essentially for the Dolphins establishing the run. We already know that teams have figured out a blueprint to slow down this offense, and that's dropping your linebackers 10, 15 yards off line of scrimmage, just crowd that middle of the field where Tua th loves to throw those tight windows, uh, shut them down, take out, take out those uh, in routes and crossing routes from Jalen and Tyreek, um, and basically force Tua to beat you deep outside the hashes and uh, with underneath throws. So in order to counter that, the Dolphins need to have a strong running game. Make them fear the run and make them crowd the line of scrimmage so you can use play action, you can open up those windows in the middle of the field. Defensively for the Dolphins, it's pretty simple. The Packers are a really well-balanced team, but if you force them to throw and you force Aaron Rodgers to throw, I think that's where we can beat them. Why? Not because Aaron Rodgers is, is washed. He isn't. He's still a great quarterback in this league. But because if we force them to be, you know, one-dimensional, then you can bring the blitzes, then you can bring the pressure, then you can make Aaron Rodgers feel uncomfortable. Uh, and he doesn't have the most talented receivers right now. So let's just make sure that we, we exploit that, that our secondary is not 
playing scared like they did against Buffalo at some points. Josh, please don't drop them like 10, 15 yards off line of scrimmage when it's third and long. Let them, you know, press. Let them be aggressive. That's where defense excels, being aggressive, being able to shut down the pass, allowing our front seven to just feast off the quarterback. Bakhtari, David Bakhtari, the left tackle for the Packers, not going to play in this game. So that should open up some pressure opportunities for JP, Bradley Chubb, Melvin Ingram, and Andrew Van Genkel. My projection for the game, I think the Dolphins win this one. I don't think it's going to be particularly close, to be honest with you. Um, I think we're seeing uh, probably 32-13 score, score line at the end of the game. Um, anyways, guys, this is all for the two amigos this week. Obviously, Carson's not here, so that makes it a, a short, more succinct show as he's not here to contradict everything I say. Uh, but seriously, uh, obviously, we, we, we look forward to being back together next week. We hope all of you guys are having... Uh, great time with your families, whether you're celebrating Christmas, Hanukkah, or any other festivities. We hope you have a great, great time with your families. Have a great, great holiday season. Thank you for listening to us. Obviously, we, we do this for you guys. So thank you so much. And we look forward to being back together next week. Thank you, guys. And hope you have happy holidays. We'll see you next week.